That's 10 seconds. Huh? That's 10 seconds. We're in. Oh, man. All right. We're back. Welcome to episode blank, 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 blank. I think this is 14. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. Don't hold me to that. Math is not my strong suit. James, how are you? I am doing well. How about you? I'm I'm fabulous. I'm magical. Cece <laughs> just was working on something that she was laughing about. And I guess it's for this podcast. <laughs> yes. I can't wait to tell you is guys it about the... it. We're going to talk about it at the very end. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I won't get into it yet. Will you turn up, James? I can't. I'm having trouble hearing him. How about now? Okay, I can hear you. I James. need to project more. There we go. I'm talking now. I like can. Like a person. Like a person. I'm mm. glad you're talking like a person. I, like I a sound monkey. like uh, I sound like the uh, kingpin from Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Actually, that was a very good impression. That was, that was good. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Well, I guess we should introduce ourselves. <laughs> I guess so. I'm Cece. I'm Alex. I'm Jane. And this is the 13th Floor Podcast, where we like to keep it strange. Mm-hmm. Or keep it weird. Or keep it weird. If, 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 uh, if it's me screwing up the ending. Keep it odd. <laughs> keep it anything weird. Um, yeah, this is, this is our podcast. Are you going to tell me what the episode's about? Yes. I guess I should probably do that. Today, we are talking about... Clones, celebrity clones. Has your favorite celebrity been replaced by a lookalike clone? This topic was submitted by Caitlin. Yes, my friend Caitlin, my dear friend Caitlin. She's a blessing. I love her to pieces. Caitlin, I know you're listening. So, hey, what's up? (laughs) Text me. (laughs) I guess we need to do an icebreaker. I guess we do. And once again, I completely forgot about this segment. So, I got to think of something off the top of my head. Off the top of your head. Yeah. So, I was watching... What we do in the shadows. Best TV show right now. If you do not watch it, listeners, listen. So it's pretty good. Uh, It's really funny. It's based off the movie, and it's like only about right now. As as of recording, it's about six episodes in. Uh, I really recommend it. But thinking about that show and one of our past episodes, what is your favorite vampire piece of media? Ooh, Mm, I don't. I'm not that into vampires, so I would have to say the movie. What what, what movie? we do in the shadows? Oh, okay, See, that's, a, that's a good one. Uh, why is it, Why do you like it so much? I just love mockumentaries. If it's a mockumentary, I'm going to watch it. And it's got Jermaine in it. It's got Jermaine. And fun fact for those that haven't seen what we do in the shadows, because I mean, especially the TV or the movie, it's a. Uh, Directed by the same director that did Thor Ragnarok. Right. Taika Waititi, if I'm Hi, saying that. Isn't and he also stars in it. And he's also Korg in the Ragnarok movie. Yeah. Fun, little, <laughs> fun little, fact. Little, little, little bits of fun Real renaissance man, that Waititi. Yeah. yeah. So I do love what we do in the shadows. And it probably would be my favorite vampire piece of media. But since you've already picked it, I'll pick my other one. 50 Days a Night. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, wait, isn't it 30 days a night? It is 30 days a night. Okay, yeah. No <laughs> it's it's I, your favorite then. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it, so I can't say anything about oh, it. It is messed up. Yeah, it's uh it's just it's about a vampires attack a town that in Alaska that is going through a night cycle of 30 days of yeah, darkness. Polar darkness. And so these people have to survive for 30 days. 
Yeah. What's shocking is that nobody thought of that before, like before the graphic novel, because it makes perfect sense. Like, what would be the worst thing about living, be living in like the Arctic Circle? Vampires. That would be terrifying because, like, you, you know, yeah, it's it's a nighttime for a month there. Yeah, and, and it, it's it's scary. It's fun. I mean, it's not fun, and it's it, it's pretty terrifying the whole way through. But it's mm-hmm. it's got a good depiction of vampires. It's unique. There's nothing else really like it. James, what's your favorite? See, I got the opposite problem as you, Cece. I love vampires. Like a third of my DVDs are vampire related. Um, <laughs> so what, what I'm torn actually is between two different kinds of media. I love Interview with the Vampire. Like Which way more than I really probably good. should. Yeah. And Tom Cruise, I mean, Anne Rice didn't want him in it. And then like she saw like his performance, like after they shot a few scenes, she's like, Oh, okay, never mind. He's flipping amazing. <laughs> uh, and and uh, but also I love and you already know this, Alex, because I've been trying to get you to buy it for for like two years, Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, oh, super hyped about the sequel. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that's hyped. that's a for those that don't know, that's a video game. Yeah. Yeah. So don't really, be looking for it on your uh, Amazon Prime. <laughs> right. A great <laughs> RPG, horrible combat, but everything else is so fun that you kind of forget about combat until really like the boss fights. And then you're just like, can't wait for this to be over so I can get back to the RPG stuff. <laughs> Man, I, I'm sure our listeners and me and Cece are all disappointed that you didn't say Blade 2. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Oh, man. I, 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 do own, I do own the Blade movies. And, yeah. Oh, man. So, I guess that's it. That's, about yeah. vampires. Vampires. Everyone, we're ending on a disappointing note that James didn't pick Blade 2 as his favorite Blade 2. <laughs> well, we can, uh, we can turn that frown upside down and start talking about clones. Is that going to turn it upside down? Or, they, or, or is everybody going to realize that their favorite people are already dead um, <laughs> i don't know they're gonna have to listen to find out okay so what do you got for us Cease? um i'm gonna be starting out today and i'm just giving a brief overview of cloning uh the process of cloning is it possible to clone humans we're gonna it. find out we're gonna find out yeah according to what you guys well what you you researched i guess it is but not according to the national human genome research institute and that's where I got a majority what? of my research really? from. They're saying no? Well, they're saying, listen, I think that it is technically possible, but it hasn't been done yet, according to them. Uh, oh, boy. Chinese already yeah. did. Yeah. Ten, ten people at that uh, research facility said yes, that it is possible. And then 20 said no, even though there's only 10 on the board. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> wow. The implication is that they were cloned. <laughs> most of my research is from the nhgri which is what i'm going to call them because it's a long name Mm. uh, national human genome research institute it's a mouthful so they've done a lot of studies on gene cloning but have not cloned any animals themselves and they do not clone people so okay but okay never mind keep going keep going okay so what exactly is cloning do you guys know Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> to clone something or someone, you've got to take the thing's genetic makeup and copy it. The lime and the coconut. Pretty straightforward. So cloning is when you create a genetically identical copy of a biological creature. 
Yeah. Technically, an identical twin is considered a clone. Absolutely. So, James, if you had been an identical twin, you would be a clone. Yep. But you're just a fraternal twin, so. So you're lame. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can humans be cloned? As far as we know, it hasn't happened yet. Mm. But Mm. (laughs) it would be considered a type of reproductive cloning. Okay. Reproductive cloning involves Mm. producing copies of whole animals, whereas gene cloning, which is another type of cloning, involves copying pieces of DNA or genes, not an entire creature. So Okay, so one's like when they take DNA and they put it in, in like, the womb? Th- yeah, that's reproductive cloning. And so, yeah, okay. And then gene cloning is, like, where they put it in a test tube and it grows in a test tube. Mm, I no, think, that's... Like yeah. an alien? Gene, oh, wait, gene no, cloning, alien I think, is more like taking DNA, putting it in, like, a plasmid, and then... It replicates, and so does the DNA as a result. Yeah, sure. it's you're not growing a whole okay. a whole organism. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So scientists uh, have been able to clone various animals, including the most famous cloned animal, Dolly. Dolly. <laughs> Dolly the sheep. Um, Dolly was created in 1996 by a team of Scottish researchers, which I didn't realize that Dolly was from Scotland. Mm. It makes sense. She is a sheep after all. But to make Dolly, the scientists removed a mature somatic cell from Dolly's donor, an udder cell to be exact. And they inserted that into an egg cell that had a, had, had its own DNA removed. Mm. And then, and in case you're wondering what a somatic cell is, because Alex, I bet you you're wondering what a somatic cell is, right? It's, uh, they didn't need to use it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. A somatic cell is any cell except for sperm or egg cells. So like a skin cell. Duh. Yeah. yeah. It's a cell that's got all your DNA. A sperm cell has half your DNA. An egg cell has half your DNA. You get it, yeah. Yeah. So the egg with the implanted somatic cell DNA is then allowed to grow into an embryo, at which point it's implanted into a female animal that can later birth the clone. Oh. Surrogate. So uh, over the last several decades, scientists have also been able to produce clones of mice, cows, rabbits, chickens, a rhesus monkey, though that was done via a different artificial cloning method, embryo splitting, but I'm not going to get into that. And some other types of animals have been made too. If you guys could clone any type of animal, what would you clone? Hmm. Uh, well, and this would be cheating because it's literally impossible, but I would clone dinosaurs? <laughs> Dr- I if, think there's a movie had, about that. If I had my way, Jurassic Park would be real. Uh, and I have not learned my lesson by watching five movies uh, of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hmm. I could do it right. I could do it right. <laughs> That's what they all say. I'd have a backup generator for that power. <laughs> <laughs> James, what about you? Me. I'd clone me. It's like that wow. scene in... Uh, you make yourself a twin. Yeah, it's like that scene in... Uh, and I remember for Christmas, you know, oh, the conversations we'll have. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, before all you nerds start jumping on me telling me that Jurassic Park wasn't actual cloning because they used frog DNA, I know, okay? <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Fair point. So let's get back to human cloning. According to the NHGRI, humans have not yet been cloned. And that's, I mean, there's a big that's, question mark around that. That's BS. But there are some organizations who have claimed to have done so. Some South Korean scientists claimed, what? I'm you left sorry. your phone on. I'm sorry, I got a work email. <laughs> I got a work email. 
some South Korean scientists claimed to have cloned a human embryo in 1998 and then again in 2004. I don't know if the same South Korean scientists claim to have done, done it both of those times. But one of those, the 2004 incident, the scientist's name was Hwang Woo-suk. I think that's how you say his name. Back to me not knowing how to pronounce things. But the scientist who claimed to have made the clone in 2004 couldn't provide any evidence of his work. And he was deemed fraud. Oof. Bum, bum, yeah. bum. Big disgrace in the scientific community. He apparently faked his research and is accused of using black market eggs for his cloning research. Bug? Yeah, at last check, though, he was partnering with China to create an animal cloning factory. So he's still working on cloning despite all of his hmm. charges. Oh, trippy. Interesting. I mean, and you all going to look it up. I didn't believe it when I first heard it, but China has created human. Animal hybrid, yeah. like Chimera. oh, they've been using CRISPR to like make uh, super Chinese. What? Yeah, yeah. It, it maybe we can go into that in another episode, but uh, yeah, it. I didn't think it was real. I looked it up. There's all kinds of like New York Times, all kinds of like legitimate articles about it. I didn't find any of those. Well, we that you were looking for cloning. I was looking for cloning this, specifically. Uh, Sky are different. Well, let's talk about whether humans should be cloned. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, did you just hear that big fun? Yeah, that's called Gwen rolling around. Our daughter's rolling around in her bed. <laughs> um, okay, so cloning humans, any creature really, does have big risks associated with it. Surprise, surprise. Jurassic Park. <laughs> For animals cloned in the past, a lot have ended up having severe health problems. So I read that... Lots of them have increased birth sizes, which is bad. And a lot of them have defects in their vital mm. organs. Hmm. Dolly was created. Oh, oh, and one one big possible issue is the age of the clone host's genetic material. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so take Dolly, for instance. Dolly was created with genetic material from a six-year-old sheep host. Okay. So I'm going to get a little technical Mm. now with the biology of things. So chromosomes have these little protective caps called telomeres. Is that how you pronounce it, James? Is it telomeres or telomeres? Telomeres are fascinating. Oh, yeah, keep going. Yes, telomeres are very fascinating. The the biology nerd in me got really excited while I was researching this stuff. But basically every time your cell replicates, the little telomeres get shorter. And once they've been worn down enough – you, you yeah. age, you age. As you age, your telomeres get shorter and shorter and shorter until um, the cell, your cells just can't, they can't be protect, protected as efficiently. And so they begin yeah. to die. So your DNA, as you become, as you age, I guess your cells become more damaged, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Is that- it's called the hay flick limit. Cells can only divide a set number of times and then they, they don't work so good no more. And, uh, and there's a lot of new research into lengthening telomeres and enhancing the human lifespan. The problem with that is the reason why we evolved it to begin with is to protect us from cancer because cancer cells divide rapidly. And with that limit in place, it, it probably saves all of our lives multiple times uh, having that in place. Interesting, James. Yeah. It's a fun little f- fun fact from James. Oh, cool. So basically, Dolly, Dolly was created with somatic cell of a six-year-old host well that six-year-old host had her cells replicating so many times so her telomeres were shorter to begin with 
when they implanted that DNA into the egg that then created Dolly. So she, um, let me find this. While you're looking, so would that would explain why it's more rare for cancer to develop in younger Absolutely, people? Yeah. And as people get older, their telomeres are shorter, and that's why well, they get cancer. That's actually, no, easily is no, that it? It's, uh, no, They're very reductive. Mm-hmm. Cancer's a yeah, whole other beast. Like, uh, okay, when you're younger, you've been exposed to less things that would damage your DNA, and that's the chief cause of cancer is damaged DNA. So yeah. that's why younger people are less likely to, and that's why children generally, if they do develop it, it's from a genetic cause. On the flip side, the telomeres shortening the reason why we age and ultimately die is actually because it prevents cancer because that means that if you have a cancer cell and it divides that many times because cancer cells divide fast eventually it gets too damaged to continue so yeah so the same thing that makes people go gray and wrinkly and ultimately die keeps them from getting cancer as effectively as as if they had uh, just all immortal cells. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So for Dolly, she was created with DNA with shorter telomeres, um, meaning she's going right. to age quicker because her telomeres, when they replicate, they're going to, you know, it's going to reach the end of the right. telomere faster. And Dolly died at six years old, whereas the average lifespan of a sheep mm. is 12. Again, her host was six years old, so that math kind of evens out. Hmm. Yeah, very interesting. I hadn't realized that. Um, another big drawback to cloning is that it just isn't that efficient right now. At least not that mm-hmm. we're aware of, that the public has been let let on to know. Um, while Dolly was a huge success, she was cloning attempt 277 for the scientists wow. that created her. So they had 276 failures before Dolly was Now, to be fair, created. that was the first successful attempt, correct, of cloning? No. A animal? There were other animals that were cloned prior to that, but I don't think oh, that they... Dolly was the first I think that was the deal. They, they'd done frogs, which cloning frogs okay. is easy. When, back at, when I was in like middle school, there was a kid for our science fair who cloned frogs. So it's super easy. What kind of science fair I, did I you go out to? Of it. I got kicked <laughs> out of it because they were religious, and uh, mine was about gestation periods in different animals. And the title I've chosen, I was like 10 years old, was uh, Your Echidna is Knocked Up. And they kicked me out over it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds yeah, very traumatic, James. Didn't understand. So did you ever win the science fair? Never. <laughs> well, I got you there because I won mine. Oh. <laughs> and I had the most boring science project ever. Anyways, yeah. it was about dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so when it comes to ethics, 70% of people in a 2014 study carried out by Gallup deemed cloning humans, quote, highly unacceptable. I can believe that. Yeah, I'd be intrigued to hear what people nowadays would say. I mean, it's only been like, yeah, they'd say the same thing. Um, But that was the most recent data I could find from 2014. But morally, cloning often conflicts with religious beliefs, i.e. an almighty power should be the only one able to create life. I'm sure that your science fair buddies would would agree with that, James. (laughs) Uh, On the opposite side of that, some argue that cloning could help couples with fertility problems have children. Although I think it'd be odd to clone 
a child. Oh, instead I would, of just I would think there would be other solu- other yeah. like stem cell type solutions. Than, and like, also, somebody. biologically, there's a reason why vertebrates don't normally have clones. Like simple animals do because they, you know, they make like a million offspring. If you cloned a bunch of people and one of them got a cold, and let's say you had a town that was nothing but clones, you know, like 5,000 clones. One of them gets a cold. That cold knows exactly where to stick the knife in like every other person in that town. Boom. Cold wipes out the town. Dead. Yeah. Not a great way to reproduce. No, no. There are, there are lots of drawbacks to it. Just reading about them. It's like, oh. Cloning animals, not humans, does have some benefits, though, primarily within the fields of medicine and agriculture. Mm. Um, so, like, testing medicines and treatment on cloned animals, which still makes me really sad when I mm. stop and think about it. Uh, well, it's like, what's what's the difference between a cloned animal and the original? I think it's to account for genetic differences. And yeah. also, you know, you can clone tissue. That's more ethical, you know? I mean, yeah. If yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing that I thought was interesting with like trying different treatments on animals is that you can have like a placebo and all these things, and like there's going to be very little variance between mm, between them. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. So on producing producing food, also if you know if there's a big old beef shortage, why don't we just clone some cows and then we can all have some some beef to eat for dinner? Hmm. Which apparently in t- 2008, the FDA actually deemed cloned animals. As safe to eat as non-cloned animals, hmm. which I think is interesting. Think that is interesting, and it feels like it's very, like, very quick to jump to that. You know what? This this cloned cow is just as safe as. I mean, yeah. that was eleven years ago they yeah. made that decision. Very fast. Oof. As of right now, though, cloned animals are too costly to make, so you won't be finding any cloned sausages at Kroger anytime soon. <laughs> lastly, some scientists think it would be a good idea to clone endangered animals. Which sounds good at first, but anything you produce will, A, one, not live very long, and two, there will be genetic variability. So if you're trying to have a clone reproduce with another clone, you know, you're going to have a jacked up species. Trying to save it and it's just not going to. That's how you get a super T-Rex. Yeah, super (laughs) T-Rex. But also, did you know that you can clone your pets? I did. It's called Repat. Yeah. I thought about it. You thought about it? I thought about it. How could you ever afford it? I know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It'll cost you a pretty penny. Guess how much it costs you guys. Uh, James, you probably already know. I actually didn't look that up. I didn't get that far in the the consideration process. (laughs) My guess is $35,000. It's for a cat. Oh, uh, my guess is $50,000 then. (laughs) 50. You just looked at my paper, you jerk. (laughs) Yeah, $50,000 for a dog and $35,000 for a cat. It makes sense that dogs are more expensive because they know there's more demand to keep a dog around than a cat. People are going to want to keep their dogs like cray-cray. You just just stuff a cat. Well, there are also additional costs for (laughs) gathering and storing the pet's DNA before the time comes to clone because it's kind of like they have to store the DNA, cryogenically freeze it, and wait. Mm. Oh, okay. And so there's costs with that too. So it's more than fifty and thirty-five k. So, and you may not know this, but would a clone of a clone have worse? I guess it would have worse DNA. So each each clone of a clone would be worse genetically than the other, I right? Have, I don't mm. know. Yeah, it sounds about right. It's, yeah, 
Yeah, it sounds about right. Right, because you're getting aged DNA after aged DNA. After aged DNA. It's like like when you go to the Xerox machine and copy, 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 copy. Eventually you start getting some blurs. Yeah, okay. Some blurry butt pics. But the company company that clones animals is called Biogen Pets, and they're based in Texas. According to an article that I read from 2017, uh, there was a waiting list for for pet cloning at that time. I'm not sure if that still stand if that's still the case today, but some big names have cloned their pets, including Barbara Streisand and fashion designer Diane von Furstenberg. Which means that these people actually paid top dollar to get themselves cloned as well. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they got their pets cloned through Biogen or if there's uh, another company that's also doing this, but PETA has publicly condemned the practice. Yeah, well. I can't say I agree with it either. I can't say I do either. I mean, if you why why can't you spend that $50,000, donate it to an animal shelter and adopt an animal that hmm. you know, needs a home? Well, that's the thing is you're still it's not the same animal. It's not genetically it might be, but it's not the same animal. It just looks like your dog. So anyways, listeners, let us know if you would ever clone your animals or if you've ever cloned your animal. If you've cloned your animal, please send us your story at 13thfloorpodcast at gmail.com because I definitely want to hear if your dog or cat is the same as your previous dog or cat. And please let us know, you know, if you if you did do it yourself, make sure you did it out of the country because it is <laughs> illegal. Unless yeah. they pay this company. Or I guess they, can you create your own clothes in your garage <laughs> legally? Do you, you have the technology maybe? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we have the technology. We can build it. Let's let's clone our dog Louise. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like Louise, but... So while we're on the topic of celebrities, and I know you guys are going to talk about celebrities here in a few, but some celebrities with identical <clears throat> twin siblings who are technically clones. Do you guys know of any, some celebrities, uh, John and Dan Heater, so Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, that's the first people I thought of. Yeah. Uh, that that surprises me, James, because the first person that came to my mind was Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, but they're technically not identical twins. What? Yeah, they say they're not identical twins, but like, have you seen them? I don't buy their little claim. They, yeah, they say they're fraternal. I guess I would have to see you know, twenty three to believe that. I saw a funny tweet that said uh, there was a picture of them, and it says one of them looks like they saw how you die, and one of them knows when you die. Oh, yeah, Aww. accurate, accurate. <laughs> oh, so, anyways, um, some other celebrity twins that are identical are Benji and Joel Madden from Good Charlotte. Haven't heard about them in a while. And then Cole and Dylan Sprouse. I know them from the critically renowned Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. But oh. apparently they're doing different things now. One of them is on that Riverdale show, I think. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who these people are. So, yeah, guys, that's that's all I really have to say about clones. Clones. I just cloned the word clone. <laughs> you just go, oh, wow. I just cloned the word clone. Okay. Uh, Alex, you're you're going to be talking about celebrities who are said to have been cloned now, right? Well, I'm going to talk about one man's story. Okay. And, <clears throat> I mean, this man has gone on some awesome Facebook tirades. I mean, I'm talking about this thing. There's, there's short novel posts on there. This man's name is Donald Marshall. And there's... 
Seriously, so many articles about it. But I found an article on uh, Gizmodo mm-hmm. where they kind of consolidated a few, like literally just a couple of his stories on there. Because I'm telling you, there are so many. This man has encountered probably every celebrity to live okay. within the last 30 years. And they're all clones? They're all, well, no. <laughs> no, that, that's, where, <clears throat> that, that's where it gets a little crazy. Okay, so Donald Marshall came around in about 2011, and that's when he did his big Facebook post, his novella. And he really kicked off a big new wave of cloning conspiracies with his Facebook posts. And so this is the Sparknotes version, like like Sparknotes, Sparknotes version. Okay. Okay. So, and you can go find this post on Facebook. It's still, a, and he still, I think he still posts. Donald Marshall. Donald Marshall. Okay. Yep, yep. So, in this post, Donald Marshall revealed himself to actually be a clone. Not only is he a clone, but he claims to have escaped the clone underworld. He claims that there are these places called clone stations. Of course. Uh, The most prominent one is in London, uh, where powerful people prey on the cloned and have their own clones created. What do you mean, like, prey on the cloned? Let me get that. <laughs> okay. So, so what do you think powerful people would do if, in seclusion, they were able to have create clones? Not necessarily of anyone in particular. I'm not thinking of anything good. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. 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 So, as a lot of people with power tend to do, they do depraved things. You know, sex. Uh, Nasty things. Yeah. Torture. Hmm. Death arenas. So think of something like a so gla- clones like, fighting like, clones, like gladiator arenas, where you'd bet on the person, okay, to win mm. a clone chicken fight, if you will. Oh my god! And also harvest their organs. That one I can buy. Why not clone yourself so you could have viable organs for later? Something happens. That happened in a movie. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. I'm going to be jumping ahead a little bit because Donald Marshall. You mentioned a movie. Donald Marshall claims that this Illuminati organization actually helped produce the movie The Island. Oh. Which is a Michael Bay film. One of his movies with a little more substance uh, is actually a Michael Bay film where there are clones that are being kept on an island so their organs can be harvested at the time of need of that wealthy person. Don't they win tickets to get off the island to go to paradise? Hmm. And that's where they're... Yeah, I think that's I think that is the case. Like they, they they win to leave the island and it turns out that means they're they're gonna get their heart. I guess their their real world counterpart is there like needs one of their organs. Hmm. So they're gonna be killed for it. So yeah. That's yeah. dark. But why would go on, go on. I've got no, I've go got, ahead and ask. Go well, ask. why would the Illuminati organization make that movie? Like is it just like uh, uh, Donald Marshall claims that it was, it's an act of hubris. Uh, that's what I hear about all the Illuminati jokes and references, that that's what it is, yeah. The, they're pretty much saying we're untouchable. Like, we're putting what we're doing out there in front of you, and you still don't see us. So That's, that's cold. That's <coughs> cold. That's so, cold. So, all right, so who's running this Illuminati? You know, who, who? Who could possibly do it? This is actually someone that has come up once before in one of our episodes. Zuckerberg? Nope. <laughs> Zuckerberg. He's probably a, a participant. He's probably, yeah, he's probably a clone himself. Um, 
Al- uh, but you know what? It's from the same episode, James. It's from oh, the same episode. The no. reptile episode. Uh, David Icke. <clears throat> no. No, David Icke's trying to warn us. Queen, Queen Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth runs the show, according to Donald Marshall. Right. So... I think the, she runs the show, but I don't know if she clones people. The queen reptilian oh. herself. Oh, oh man! So, <laughs> can I just can I just go on a rant right now? Okay. This has nothing to do with clones, but I am so mad <laughs> about the royal baby name. Oh God, what did they name it? They named it Archie, which was at the top of my list for future children that oh, I would no, have. Okay. And now I can't. Use it. <laughs> now I can't use it. Oh man! Uh, congratulations to them. They'll never hear this, but <laughs> you took my name. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, sorry, I just had to get that out we're there. Only, we're only accusing your grandmother of being a reptile <laughs> and running a cloning ring. So don't, don't take it personal. We aren't accusing anybody of anybody. No, anything. Donald Marshall is. Donald Marshall is. Okay. Okay, go on. So when she's not being a lizard, she's running her own cloning station. So she says that the, uh, or sorry, not she, he, Donald. <laughs> she, she didn't give an interview about why she runs this cloning station. <laughs> So Donna Marshall says that the operation is run by Freemasons, a group called the Vril Society, and Scientologists. I had a feeling James would do that with Vril Society. (laughs) I heard that. Gasp, James. uh, I don't know what that is. What is the... You want to break it down, James, uh, quickly? um, The Nazis had a lot of different subgroups that did different things, but the Vril Society was... Man, they were in Hellboy, for example. They were a subset of Nazis who were super. I told you that the spiritualist movement was in, you know, the early 20th century, early 20th century. These guys were the occultists. These these were like the wizards who did magic rituals and stuff for the Nazis. Yeah, basically. Yeah, they did like (laughs) trippy stuff. Okay. Okay. So this is this is his version of the Illuminati. So, um, who else is a part of the Illuminati? Beyonce. Yeah. The G20 world leaders. Oh. And the G20 is the international. Yep, all of them. So, it's, it's the, for those that don't know, the G20 is an international forum for like the government and central bank governors uh, from like 19 countries or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think the European Union. Well, 19 countries in the European Union, so I guess. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You you make a good point. But so it's a very, it's a very uh, large group. And after what was about World War II is when the cloning started, and that's when they started these celebrity cloning farms, and they started bringing these celebrities in on these projects that they were working on. And so Donald Marshall even claims that they can control. He even claims that they can control who remembers the facility and who doesn't. Hmm. So I don't know if they've got Why some sort of... Why would they let anybody remember the facility? Well, the, they I mean, they've got celebrities there who are enjoying the activities. They want to come back. They pay money. They're making money off this. This is a this is a capitalist thing. Hmm. What? Cloning cash cow. Yeah, cloning cash cow. Yeah, exactly. Huh. So, and so apparently they can control who remembers it and who doesn't. I don't know how they do it. He never, he never explains. And that's something... Donald kind of tends to do is he does he describes a lot, but then when detail like real details are needed, description starts to uh, he he be lacking. When when I worked in news, we called that vaguing it up. Vaguing it up. Vaguing it up. You give people just enough information 
where they probably have more questions, but you don't really know the facts yourself, so you have to vague it up. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So, uh, and so that kind of brings me up to where I was going to talk about them producing the film, The Island, for Mm -hmm. Michael Bay. And apparently he claims that they even produced the movie Inception. What that has to do with clones, I'm not sure. Uh. I think part of it is that, so he claims that whenever he falls asleep, he has memories from the original. (laughs) Yeah, so that's something that he claims is that he has memories of the original when he goes to sleep. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, right? Yeah, and totally not a mental disorder. Yeah. (laughs) No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, Before I go any further, I briefly wanted to touch on these clones. Because as I just mentioned, there's a little difference than you would think for clones. I guess you could, see a, you could say there's a genetic memory or something like that. Yeah. That's a theory that some people do have. Um, but the oddest things about these clones is that they can be used similar to a voodoo doll. What? Now, <clears throat> it's not quite like a one-to-one pain ratio, like where I, I prick your hand and the original feels it. But they can do things to a clone of you. And it would affect you. Well, like, is that kind of like, oh. like, I mean, twins sometimes report yeah, that. I have that. Yeah. James has that. Yeah. yeah mirror touch empathy. Yeah. I have that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So maybe we've this got, part isn't so far fetched. We've got confirmation huh? from a twin, from, from an actual real life twin. Oh, man. So that is something that he claims that they do. So some sometimes they'll. They will torture a clone just to get at the original, and they. Oh yeah, Mengele used to do that. Speaking of Nazi stuff, yeah, did, Mengele did that. He was super into that, actually. Presumably, did the celebrity who's been cloned do so willingly? Like clone themselves willingly? No, not not usually. Okay. So, well, some of them did. So, like the Oregon Harvested ones did. But so here, right. here's an example, actually, right here. So. In order to coerce celebrities into doing what they want, sometimes they would create multiple clones. And in this cloning station, or I guess in sorry, in Donald's description, the more clones that were created of one individual, their intelligence I wouldn't say so it was split, but the original's intelligence would go down for every clone there. Okay, that sounds ridiculous. The original intelligence would go down. Yeah, so it, I mean, you'd probably slightly number so so that they could be eat more easily coerced. Okay. Is essentially the goal. I know. That that's no Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So um, that one's a little odd. <clears throat> but anyway, so back to these clones. And back to the I guess to our first celebrity, well, I guess Queen Elizabeth's a celebrity of some sort. But to our first real clone, Britney Spears. I've heard that before. So, there are a lot of people, including Donald, say that Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake got in a horrible car crash back in 98. This is before. Does that mean that Justin Timberlake's a clone too? Well, kind of. So, Justin Timberlake (laughs) got bad burns all over his body and is still in a coma. His clone is walking around out there right now. And this is according to Donald Marshall. This is according to some... Several people. I mean, I mean, the Britney Spears theory is, it's been out there for a while. But he says that Britney got decapitated. And, well, you know, you can't be famous without a head. So, uh, so she was actually replaced before she became really big. Britney Spears was. And if you see pictures of her from then compared to now, 
There are some pretty big differences. Now, she's a celebrity. She gets lots of surgeries. I don't know. There are some different facial structures. There's all kinds of odd things about it. But the, the thing that actually gives it the most credence is every few years or so, Britney Spears gets a very like a brand new personality. She has a, a she has an emotional swing that takes her from one one spectrum to the other. So remember when Britney Spears shaved her head? I do that means vividly. That's when one of the clones died, and they had to replace it with another one. Makes sense. And then when she went back on the upswing, same thing again. Sounds to me like she just might have bipolar disorder. <laughs> Are you a doctor, Stacey? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> so <clears throat> that's the uh, that's the theory on Britney Spears. She's probably a clone. Oh, but the most interesting thing I completely forgot. Donald, one of the things he used to do in the cloning facility to keep from being beaten and other horrible things was he would perform music. Apparently he had an unnatural talent for performing. He was very good at creating his own original songs. Well, he created an original song. He actually wrote a, one of Britney Spears' original songs called Break the Ice. There's also a music video. It's animated. But there's a music video for that song that shows Britney Spears destroying a cloning lab. Really? Ooh. Mm-hmm. And he claims that... He wrote that song for Britney Spears. Okay, well now I need to go watch the music video. <laughs> and he says yeah. that the cloning that the cloning like the cloning lab that she blows up, especially like the, the tubes, the containers that are holding the clones, is exactly what they look like. So is that like just another example of them showing <clears throat> us that they're untouchable? No, this is him so the way I was reading it was this was this was him getting a message through. Uh-huh. This was this was him doing it, not them. Oh, okay. Okay. Because he's escaped. Now. If, see, that's what I feel like if they were powerful enough, he would never escape. Well, you know, someone always escapes, you know? Yeah, but then you just go and find him and bring him back. <laughs> well, and they say that a lot of people have been killed over it. Now, he hasn't. Well, but, let's hope it doesn't happen. But uh, he's still around. But, you know, that that's kind of the gray area. You know, he's been around five years. Why hasn't he been killed yet? You know, or I guess it's not five years, it's eight years now doing all this. Why hasn't he been killed yet? Why didn't anyone pick up on an, an animation studio making this music video with the cloning thing? Of course, they also produced a movie about cloning and harvesting organs. So they clearly have, uh, they think they're untouchable at least, yeah. right? Okay, so who else mm. does Donald Marshall claim to be cloned? <clears throat> now, this was one I didn't know. People think Eminem was cloned. Do you know this? No, I did not. So, according to Donald Marshall, Eminem got cloned when he refused the Illuminati's offer to join their club. So, he got into a wreck. And when he got... And, well, he, he died in a wreck. And around this time that this wreck... And I'm putting... I got air quotes going on over here. Um, mm. the time this wreck happened, he went... Oh, no. Now I have... <laughs> now I have air quotes. Because he went to rehab. In 2005, Eminem went to rehab. Well... Pretty odd, uh, considering that he was dead already. So he had this wreck. He died. And while they were changing the clone out, they said that Eminem was in rehab. Pretty convenient. So, bam, Eminem clone was born. And there's some actually interesting stuff to this one. So there's a before and after. Slim Shady has some different facial features. Mm. His face is a little bit longer. A little more narrow, and his hairline's changed. 
Not only that, someone did an analysis of his singing, and they actually sound like different people. Like the all, all the notes are actually not the same. <laughs> and not only that, you all might have seen this a few years back. Eminem had a glitch. So clones in general, the clone is highly suggestible. They, they can program the clones to do what they want mm-hmm. to, to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's this interview where Eminem is giving this, uh, he's talking and he says this thing. He says, uh, he t- he tells people to hit him and the guy are talking about his, like what goes on through his mind. And he looks at the camera and he says, stay out of my head. And then he makes this, this face at the camera. And at first it kind of seems like he's playing a joke. And then it keeps going. And he just keeps staring at the camera like he is short-circuited. Weird. And then suddenly the other guy ends the interview and it's and it's over. Just thinking about that makes me uncomfortable. It's so yeah. weird. Now, some people don't think it's because he's a clone, but they think it is a glitch from a MK Ultra experiment. Yeah, I see a lot of uh, some of those videos, man. They they I kind of believe those when I see them, man. Weird. I'm telling you, go go look it up. It's so bizarre. Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. It was it's real weird cuz he, he's he's talking and then he just looks at the camera and says stay, you know, stay out of my head. And then he looks at the camera and he just stares at it. And it, it seems like he's joking at first, but then it keeps going. It's like, uh, I don't the think the longer it goes, the, the longer he goes, I'm like I'm like this isn't a joke. <laughs> and so uh okay. but yeah, some people think it's the MK Ultra experiment, which is an episode we've already done. Eminem. Yep. And then another one that's popular. This one's this one's a little bit lamer, but he I, I recommend people go look up his story. Uh Donald has a full story of an interaction he has with Miley Cyrus. But uh, a lot of uh, I'm covering of, her later. Yeah, there's a couple of theories about Miley Cyrus. Uh right. and maybe maybe I'll leave it what I'll do is no, I'll go for, uh, it. go for it. Cuz I'm only I'm going to I'll cover a little bit. I'll let you get the rest of it. Um, Because I think I know what there's two other theories that are out there, but Miley Cyrus went into the the cloning facility and Hmm. she threatens Donald if he doesn't make her a new song. Because it turns out he's been making her some of her songs. Because as I said earlier, he's very talented. Uh, and he says no. And he, he refuses to do it out of principle. And so she threatens to kill him and stab him with a knife and all this stuff. And who knows? It, it goes on and on. It's kind of, it's really poorly written, actually. But <laughs> he pretty much says that she threatens him and she gets ready to kill him. But then she doesn't. And it just keeps going because apparently she kind of needs him to write the thing. So she doesn't kill him. But they torture him a little bit. So... Mm. There's a theory that she's part of the cloning facility, not necessarily a clone, but there are theories that say she's a clone. And I think those are the ones James is going to talk about because I saw those yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So she's just like one of the. She's one of the participants. But then the it says that she threatens Donald, but Donald escaped the cloning lab, didn't he? Yeah, well, Donald escaped in 2011. Then what? Miley Cyrus has been around for a while. She's Hannah Montana. She's Hannah Montana. Yeah. So, and, but some of the theories is, you know, that big personality change she's gone through since she left the Disney network. I think that maybe she just that was somebody else. Disney. Oh, and there's also another theory. <laughs> uh, there's a video online of her doing an interview 
and her eyes blinking sideways like the lizard bum, bum, people. Bum, bum, bum. So there's a theory that if she's not a clone, as a James will probably go into, she might be a lizard person. Why not both? Lots of lots of callbacks this episode. I like Miley Cyrus, so I don't care if she's a lizard. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, just one other quick fact about the the uh, these encounters that have been going on over there at the clone stations. Uh, Apparently, one of the good guys was Bernie Mac. So Bernie Mac went to this place, not really knowing what to expect. And when he got there, he told them how horrible the stuff they were doing was. And he wouldn't participate in anything. And so they tortured him. And he died of an aneurysm the next day. Now, uh, Bernie, yeah, Bernie Mac didn't die. Okay. Bernie Mac didn't die of an aneurysm, first off. Just to make that clear. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wasn't complications from pneumonia? Yes, it was. I had to look it up afterwards. I was like, I don't think that's what yeah, happened. I knew that because my, my brother was like, Super into Bernie Mac. No, I really like Bernie Mac, so I'm not going to talk bad about Bernie Mac. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's that's one of the claims he had. And he has a lot of claims about people who are dead. Donald Marshall does. Donald Marshall does. He has lots of claims about people that have died. But he also claims the uh, the Obamas are a part of it. Anyone of anyone of any significant power is part of it. I mean, just it's just another reason to never get famous. Exactly. I, I really do recommend people go and read some of his stuff, especially his first post that he did. Uh, it, it's really interesting. Uh, it's also like kind of cause for concern <laughs> a little bit of because I I don't buy it, uh, but it is a little bit of a cause con- of concern. Did. And you There's can find all this on Facebook. It's all on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you don't have to. You don't even have to be signed in. I don't think to see it. Yeah, just just type in uh, to Google Donald Marshall Facebook, and the first thing that comes up is his first Facebook post. I'm surprised if it's on Facebook because that's. I mean, it's Zuckerberg. You know, you'd think that if uh, if any of that was real, the minute you clicked on the Facebook link, like Zuckerberg would just pop up and be like, "Do I why this? There is nothing here, human." <laughs> <laughs> and then it was just 404 immediately. <laughs> well, to be fair, this is back in 2011 before anyone cared about any of that. <laughs> but okay. but he but he has a, he has a lot of posts. I only read most of the first one and then the Miley Cyrus one. But I'm telling you, that first one it's a novel. It is. Wow. Uh, and he's not a great writer, so it's even worse. <laughs> he's a clone. Oh, Maybe clones can't write. Well, I mean, who would have taught him? In the clone school. Yeah. <laughs> clone school, oh man. Speaking of, oh, you remember that really awesome show on oh, MTV? Oh, man. Yeah, my brain immediately jumped to that. Clone High? It was so good, yeah. Yeah, it was good. It had Abraham, it had all the, <laughs> everybody had been assassinated. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. So that was a good show. But anyway, uh, James, what you got for us? You got some other more celebrity clones. Yeah, I got celebrity clones and body doubles. Um, and I was going to do doubles first, but let's jump into Molly Cyrus since it's a more natural progression. Uh, and, you know, right off the bat, one really suspicious ev- piece of evidence that she is a clone is her father, Billy Ray Cyrus. You know, it didn't make the radio edit, but if you if you listen to the, the CD version of Achey Break Your Heart, it, there's, a, there's a verse don't tell my heart, my achy breaky heart. I just don't think he'll understand. Because if you tell my heart, my achy breaky heart, it might blow up. 
and kill this man and subsequently be replaced by a cloned heart. So, no, just kidding. But uh, that would be super <laughs> weird. Can you imagine? So, uh, yeah. The uh, reason I actually started with a joke is, is Miley's is probably one of the darker stories. Uh, everything yes. after this is everything after this is a little more lighthearted. But man, well, here's the thing, and this is like almost a whole other episode. But there's a big conspiracy theory, and it's not even really a theory. There's a lot of evidence for it. The Olsen twins are a great example. Why are they so uh, aged? Well, drugs. But why are they so onto, into drugs and all these other starlets? Well, the systematic childhood abuses that go on in in the film industry uh like you know heather o'rourke for example a lot of people the girl from poltergeist a lot of people do not think she had that weird digestive problem they think that she was raped and and murdered basically um and then it was covered up because you know these evil hollywood execs they you know didn't want to get in trouble well there's a theory that that's exactly what happened to miley that miley was hosting some elite party and some of those touchy-feely uh, producer types. They they had too much fun. They got too carried away, and Miley was dead by the end of the night. So what do they do? They replaced her with a double. And there are photographs of her before and after uh, a very set period, and they do look quite different. Like, they look different enough to where, in terms of, like, facial structure, cheekbones, jaw, width, that if I saw those two images and didn't see her name next to them, I would assume they were two different people. Um, similarly, the original, I'm doing air quotes too now, the original Miley had more greenish eyes, whereas modern Miley has more gray eyes. And that's a little peculiar. Of course, you know, lighting and, and the way the, the face naturally ages, that could totally account for that. But that's what the theory states, that that Miley was cloned, not because of organ donation or anything like that, but because some creepy eyes wide shut party went too far and they had to replace her because they killed her uh, yeah. accidentally. I saw one theory that said that they were upset at her, uh, I guess the way she had started acting to get, I guess, acting out at Disney. Uh, and so they went ahead and axed her. But then, the problem with that is, is well, they replaced her with somebody who just acted crazier. Exactly. Yeah, mm, yeah. That's the one issue I don't know with about that. that. And then another one was that she refused the advances of a of a Disney executive, only to be killed and replaced. I can believe that one a lot easier. I mean, if you look at that's a whole other episode. But if you look at some of the creepy stuff that does go on, the whole casting couch kind of stuff. It is messed up. We'd have a lot of trouble making an episode like that because of like slander laws. But uh, <laughs> um, it's something we might want to consider in the future. But anyway, um, and then there's some others that are a little less nefarious. Uh, Paul McCartney in 1963 oh, yeah. looked very different than he did just two years later. I mean, really, his cheekbones got really wide. His chin got really wide. Uh, his eyebrows got a lot bushier. Little things like that. That being said, here's my only issue with that. Asymmetry is kind of hard to replicate. And the asymmetry of his nose and eyes, that's still dead on. So that's a little weird. And one of the parts behind that whole theory that he's a clone is also like every every Beatles song. If you play it backwards, there's some creepy reference to Paul being dead. <laughs> like every single well, Beatles song, you play it backwards. 
Oh, dead. Paul's dead. Hasn't he been knighted by Queen Elizabeth, the oh, ringleader? Oh. We'll more about Queen Elizabeth later. Ooh. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Another example of somebody that looks a little off is, I mean, we talk, there, every single one of us, we keep doing these little callbacks. Beyonce. Um, you look at 2010 Beyonce, look at modern Beyonce. They don't look like the same person. Uh, for starters, no, they don't. modern, yeah, modern Beyonce has much, much darker irises. For example, yeah, pre 2010 Beyonce, she had almost amber eyes. In fact, I remember that was a very striking thing about her when she was in Destiny's Child. What happened? What makes a person's eyes darken? That's very strange. Um, they a become lot of, world weary. I will say that Alex's <laughs> mom's eyes changed color when she was in college. Yeah, they they went from uh, what was it? Like a dark brown to yeah, hazel. Yeah, from dark brown to hazel during college. Maybe you know, that I, means that your mom's a clone. Could be. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, actually, now that you're bringing this up, because eyes are controlled not by two genes, uh, but four. So they're they're prone to actually change quite a bit over time. So that might explain some of these theories, actually. Little mm-hmm. things like, oh, great example. I have green eyes a lot of the times, and but sometimes they're blue. And one of the reasons for that is less genetic and more the fact that if you have green eyes, the uh, fats that make your eyes green, because fats are yellow. So literally, if you if you have green eyes, you have yellow fats embedded in a blue matrix. Um hmm. As they deteriorate and are replaced by new uh, fats, you know, your eyes look lighter. So little, there's, there's things that can explain facial differences, angles, lighting, genetic changes, which does happen even though, you know, people think that genetics is set, but epigenetics is a fascinating thing. Uh, well, a great example. Another, I'm not trying to go on a tangent here, but, you know, people who have chemo, a lot of times their hair will grow out different from the way it previously yep. was, a different color, yeah. texture, et cetera. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have a a friend who had breast cancer and her hair Mm -hmm. was completely straight. And then she went through chemo and now it is the curliest thing I've ever seen. Totally. So, yeah, a lot of this, this is one of the ones I'm more skeptical of. But let's touch up on things that we can't be skeptical of. Because cloning is really a modern thing. But what about the the old-fashioned method for cloning? What about what people do when they didn't have access to this technology? They just relied on good old-fashioned doubles, and that's a fact. We know there are doubles. I mean, when heck, I mean, people said that people who pointed out that Hillary had a double were conspiracy theorists. She totally had a double, you guys. There were times where she looked like she was on the brink of death during her campaign, and then the next day there'd be like a totally different looking lady, like doing like jumping jacks, <laughs> like I'm ready, everybody. <laughs> um. So absolutely. I, I think any person in a position of power probably has a double, even just for safety reasons. hundred percent. And that is another possible explanation for some of these celebrity clones. Good chance that a lot of them are doubles. Here are some examples of doubles that we know. These are confirmed. We know Saddam had a double. We know Saddam had a double mm-hmm. so good that they actually, like part of the reason why we have such great facial recognition software is because during the Gulf War, like, the entire U.S. military was just like, we got to find a way to tell when Saddam is Saddam and when he's somebody else. Because he had like a bunch of doubles. And uh, a lot of celebrities have had doubles. Tully Parton has a lot of unwanted doubles. 
because so many like women want to look like her that <laughs> she, she actually claims she lost a lookalike contest for herself. <laughs> Every president has doubles. That that goes without saying. In fact, there are, in addition to the doubles they have for their own protection, there are people who just make a living looking like them. And everybody's got one. In fact, let me break from the tedium for just a second ask you guys, have you guys ever had a doppelganger experience? I'm sure I have, but Cece... I don't think that I, I... I mean, when I was in high school, there was a girl that everyone always... Everyone always called me Mindy because they said I looked like Mindy. But we literally looked nothing alike. We just both wore glasses. So I... Yeah, I don't think that I necessarily have a doppelganger. But I did find some celebrity doppelgangers for us using an app called Twinning by Pop Sugar. Ooh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to hop into those now or do you want me to wait? That's right. Uh, but I, I'll, I'll right. share my little doppelganger story. I have a doppelganger. They say there's at least three people in the world that look like you at any given time. So there's that. Uh, of course, I don't know what evidence there is for that, but I do know I have a doppelganger because quite often people who run into me just in town will ask me how, and I won't even say the name of this guy's career because I don't want to like make him uncomfortable if it ever gets out, but they ask me how things are going with insert career here. And I always explain that, no, that, that's not me. And then they ask how my wife's doing. And I'm like, no, that, that, that's not me. Because I have a double. I have somebody who apparently looks so much like me that it fools people a lot. Is it when you huh. have your beard in the winter or when you're clean shaven in the spring summer? Both, because apparently my doppelganger does the same weird thing I do. It's just a clone. Yeah, it's, it's just, just your just clone. A clone, James. It's just your clone. <laughs> oh man! But here's the, here's the one I saved the best for last because here's the the funniest one because again this whole episode has just been callbacks. The one lookalike that like everybody not only has seen a million times, whether you know you did or not. But she actually is famous for being a double. Her name is Jeanette Charles. Guess who she is a double of? Don't look it up. I have absolutely oh, no idea. Queen Elizabeth II. So, yeah. She's apparently been her double for a long time, which is super weird because generally as you get older, you would look less alike. <laughs> but not these two. So she's actually like been in a lot of movies as the queen um like for example i know you guys have seen national lampoon's european vacation mm-hmm. that was the queen in european vacation so uh. yeah old member and uh naked gun so yeah a lot of movies in other words where they need the queen but see the queen has made use of her as well uh so any kind of function that she doesn't want to attend or that becomes unsafe and so you get the idea that's yeah in reality so doubles exist. And so that leads me to the one thing about this whole cloning thing that I actually am willing to to buy into. I think that cloning celebrities is not feasible currently. I think that cloning people in general is not feasible. Feasible, that's a key word there. And I think that when it does get done, it's going to be for organ transplants and, you know, possible immortality rather than, you know, just having a lookalike. But... The one logic I can see behind having clones is exactly that, is safety. You make a clone and you don't have to worry because if somebody tries to assassinate you, chances are they're just going to shoot your double and who cares about that guy? That's, that's something I can see because that's something that we've done and employed for centuries, maybe even millennia. I'd say most emperors had doubles. Winston Churchill had doubles. 
that in fact that actually almost saved his life. They tried to arrest his double one time, the the uh, enemy forces, and up oh, wrong guy. It's just Winston Churchill's double. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I mean, that's, even every, every film uses doubles. Yep. Yeah. That's now true. those doubles are usually harder to, or usually easier to tell apart if you actually sit and look at them. But at a passing glance, they look the same. That's true. Yeah, all these uh, stunt doubles. So yeah, doubles make sense. We know that that a lot of celebrities and nobility and politicians make use of them. So. Barring that, barring finding somebody that looks a lot like you and maybe paying them to have a little plastic surgery to look more like you, what would be the best way to ensure your safety? Well, you could have a whole stable full of clones. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trippy stuff, guys. So, yeah, Cece, what's going on with this uh, interesting app? Oh, that's what you were laughing about. That's yeah, what that's I was, what she was giggling I about. I was giggling about because I found some very interesting celebrity doppelgangers for all of us. And it's it's by Pop Sugar. If you search hashtag twinning Pop Sugar online, it'll pull up. All you have to do is submit a picture of yourself, and it pulls up every celebrity that looks like you. And do you want to hear your celebrity doppelgangers, yes. James? Yeah. Okay. So according to Pop Sugar, James, you were compared to Joel McHale. Joel McHale. Okay. Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. Oh, I can kind of see that one. Charlie Day from. Um, from Always Sunny oh, Philadelphia. Favorite so far. I think he's very <laughs> handsome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fred Durst. Okay. Oh, <laughs> and Chef Mario Batali. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have one photograph in existence where I look just like Kiefer Sutherland, but no other photograph. It's weird. No, well, I have one more. Um, Patrick Starr from SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, just kidding, but James, no. <laughs> just, <laughs> we just threw that last one. Yeah, in there. just just a like I had only one picture of you, James, and it was when you're you're in the hospital for something. I pulled it from your Instagram, oh, so no. it might not have been the best picture of you. I got the Kiefer Sutherland one. That's <laughs> the one with me. Oh man! Maybe okay. I didn't scroll down far enough. No, no okay, way. Alex, do you want to hear yours? Yes. Okay, so you were compared to Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay. Ron Livingston. Oh, you know who that is? You would know him if you saw him. Mark Duplass. What? Yeah, I know. I, I guess you have the same shaped head as him. We're both white. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, it's funny you mention uh, what we do in the shadows, because Jermaine Clement was your number Jeez. one celebrity. I don't only. look anything like him, but I'll take it, because he seems pretty cool. <laughs> he seems very cool. Yeah, and he's very handsome, too. Golden angles, like the, the forehead and hairline, yeah, just not the face. Like, that's yeah, weird. Face. Yeah. Forehead and hairline. Well, I think okay. that, like, Alex has a ton of, like, and this happens to me all the time. We'll go out in public, and Alex will walk away like he normally does. And then when I go to find him, I'll think that I see him, and I'll walk up to a stranger and, like, tap him on the back, and it's not Alex. Yeah. So Alex has a ton of, like, back from behind, yeah, ba- back of the head doppelgangers. <laughs> yeah, I do. Weird. So, but you I didn't have very good doppelgangers uh allison mack <laughs> she was from smallville the, sex cultist Alex, sex cultist allison mack and then oh, man. which which i didn't even know she had brown hair at any point i yeah. always thought she was blonde no the picture that they linked me up with her was how does it feel to the one of the few people we have something in common with, apparently, according to Pop Sugar, is a sex cultist. Well, yeah. the other person was really great. It was Rachel. I don't know how to say her last name. Rachel 
Rob Brosnahan from Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh. I like her. Yeah. I yeah. can see that one a little bit. Yeah. So that one made me happy, at least. But I, uh, somebody told me I look like Molly Shannon once. So I don't see that at all. No. I had somebody compare me to Jessica Chastain once when I had red hair, but I also, I'm taking it as a compliment. Where did you have red hair? It was a long time ago. I do not ever recall that. Yeah, it was, it wasn't like red, red. It was just like an auburn color. Uh. Call it James. It was beautiful. (laughs) Um, So yeah, those are, those are our celebrity doppelgangers, you guys. And listeners. Uh, send us pictures of your celebrity doppelgangers. I want to know. We want to know who you look like. I gotta get the, send the us, topics. Yeah, send us your doppelganger stories. Send us, send us your your stories, like your your paranormal stories, because we'd like to start reading some. Oh some yeah. viewer stories. Even ghost stories. Yeah, maybe, ghost we, stories. maybe we can even dedicate an episode to ghost stories. Anything strange, just send it to us, and you might hear your name on our podcast. And please send us topics. We're running out. We're going to start making our own again. I mean, that would be fine, but. Yeah, I'm okay I with that. I would prefer to talk about what you but guys want to But it's more fun to. to talk about other people's things. Yeah, yeah so. Start yes. making suggestions. Submit your topics to us. You can send them, DM them to us at 13th Floor Pod on Twitter or DM them on Instagram at 13th Floor Podcast. Okay. Um. All right. Are, are you ready to draw our next week's episode? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Pick it. What is it? Um, here I am wrestling through papers in this vase that is too expensive. All right, come on, read it. Read <laughs> I don't it. know why we bought this vase for this. Hmm. Okay, this, I guess this is something we submitted. Is <laughs> this, this is something, something we submitted? This is something I submitted. You submitted, okay. Dark Disney. Are we talking about um, Disney conspiracy yeah. theory? I was hoping you'd pick this one. Okay, so this isn't like the, I mean, I guess it is some of the park. Right? Yeah, some of the parks, some of the Disney. You know, Walt Disney's said to have his head on ice. Oh yeah, God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk about things like that. Okay. Yeah. So, Dark Disney next week. Yeah, let's talk about Disney World next week. Oh, that's awesome. Um, is that it, you guys? You gotta give your music shout out. Yes. And then we got wait. When do we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do do, do your shout out. Okay, you guys. Our music is Signal by Grant Cook. You can find him on Amazon Music, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can find some melodious tunes. Melodious tunes? Melodious (laughs) tunes. He's great. Listen to him. Yeah. And uh, until next time, keep keep it strange. strange. (laughs) All right.